Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Tell me your thoughts, Sine, on miniature uh, trains and miniature buildings and villages. Miniature things in general. Love them. You love them, do you? I'm a sucker for them. You love tiny things? I love tiny things. I love tiny individual things that have been shrunk down, that look exactly the same, and then you can put them in the little things. Ugh. Yes. Do you want one? A little train set? No, no, no. See, I can't go down that path. Right. That path leads to obsession. Mm. And I would never come up fair. Would you try to create... A perfect world because the society we live in isn't so perfect. And because I had some devastating loss. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> good afternoon, or good morning, or good night, or good midday. It's not the show. <laughs> My name is Lonnie. That voice you hear, that, that beautiful, supportive voice you hear is today. How's it going, Sine? I'm not nagging you. I'm just saying that the opening sound is a bit like Truman Show. I wouldn't... Also, I think it was this movie, by the way, just quickly, that the ad played for Asteroid City at the beginning of it, and the lady, old lady behind me went, is that the Truman Show? No. No. It's a different movie. Uh, so the Truman Show came out, like, a long time ago. It would be weird if they're advertising it now. Also, that was called The Truman Show. Um, this, and this one's called, called Asteroid City. City. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's tough being us, isn't it? It really is. We have seen A Good Person, which stars our girl, Flonny, Flonny Pugh, Morgan Freeman, (laughs) other people. Do we explain that every episode or do we just let it... Like, if you don't know the joke, you know it on the joke. It's pretty obvious, isn't it? Yeah. Lawrence Flonny, Florence or Flonny. That's what I'd talk to her about if I ever met her. That would be the weirdest thing. Oh, my God. If that happened and I was with you, I would walk away and leave you. I've got Flonny with me. Oh, my God. Lonnie and Flonny taking over the world. Molly Shannon is also in this movie. Oh, oh, Molly. Perfection. Always. Always. It's directed by Zachary Braffery, who we like. It's a good director. This one is getting some mixed reviews, focusing on how great she is. Fair. The rest of it sort of getting a bit of... Melodrama, overdramatic, doesn't quite mm-hmm. fit the fit that thread that needle between you know genuine drama and going over the top. Here's my thing, Sine. Mm-hmm. It's good to have a few melodramas every now and then, right? This is the sort of movie that my parents would have got out of Blockbuster, and I would have like watched yes. on on a Saturday afternoon, oh my God, yes. and I would have been a, it would have been a bit too old for me, and I would, probably wouldn't understand like the drug stuff, but then I would have like liked it, you know. I don't know how you, like, that unlocks something. When you said blockbuster movie, I was like, 100%. Because you're looking to get, like, three for the three-night weeklies yeah. to get the deal or whatever. Uh-huh. Or you can get two family weeklies plus a new mm. release. You know, you do the little mix and match. And 100% it would be like, oh, yeah, this came out of me. We need to see it. I'll add that to the pile. 
Yeah. In a good way. In a good way. To be clear. Absolutely. What is there, right? Absolutely is, yes. Yeah. What's it about? Um, it's about um, Flonny plays Allison. Um, well, we're getting into spoilers. Well, it's kind of the premise, but we can go into spoilers. Okay. Non-spoilers is about sort of the opioid ep- epidemic in America. Mm. And this woman suffers loss and her sort of spiraling down addiction and getting help and coming on the other side. More spoilery, she's engaged to this lovely man and she causes a car accident that kills his sister and her husband. Is that correct? Did I get that right? Yeah, and that breaks up them. Breaks up them, ruins the family, obviously. She also has injuries, then she becomes addicted to pills. Yes. But by chance, she ends up going to a sort of Addicts Anonymous Mm. uh, group where she comes across her former father-in-law or to be Clayton Morgan Freeman who has dealt with his own addiction issues in the past and he is in the process of raising the, the grandchild of the family mm. who the, the part the two people who were killed and so it's them coming together and unlikely friendship sort of thing unlikely friendship but yeah even uh, even more than that really it's a tumultuous friendship because she's the one that's caused so much his pain in turn, he has caused a lot of pain for the person that yeah. the, the, the ex-fiance, and she has to, she can kind of be there almost as a surrogate mother for the girl when she is the one responsible for her being an orphan now. Um, there's a bit of bit of humour as well in the sort of you know a grandpa trying to raise a granddaughter in this world and and getting some help from a younger person. Like it's not all doom and gloom. It sounds pretty. Um, hardcore when you lay out the premise. It's got a, quite a light touch to it, though, in some ways. I think that's Zachary Braffery because he likes doing some weird things, or like some off kilter choices, make some off kilter mm. choices that make things a bit lighter than perhaps. I don't know. It's not like a um, Guillermo del Toro's take on the opioid crisis, you know, which would be quite dark and intense. Right. It, and it's desperate. a, it's it's a pretty quite... straight melodrama, really. Yeah. What's your problem with it? I have several. <laughs> Do we have time to get into all of them today? Um, I think it just pushes the line to melodrama. It it just it just falls off a bit for me. Okay. The whole Morgan bringing his gun to the rave and then trying to shoot the kid who's trying to hook up with his grandkid, and they're all like, "No, don't do this! Don't throw mm. your life away!" Like that for me just went way off the Pushed deep end, off. and I was like. You were so good mm. and so restrained for so long, and that just felt really stupid and over the top to me. I didn't like that at all. Yeah. And, look, I liked it. It did give me the impression of someone writing about mm. that yes. rather than coming from a place of emotional truth. Yes. Um, which I think that is the way a lot of writing has gone in the last mm. 10 or 20 years. It's mm. You want those authentic voices. Yes. So... That's why I said it's a bit of a throwback to something you would have seen yeah. on the blockbuster rolls, even in further back. I think it was very well done, but it kind of perhaps shows the limitations of mm. writing about something rather than writing from something. I guess. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Florence, though. Oh, impeccable, Flaunty. perfect, amazing, show-stopping. No notes. Loved that she cut her own hair. Loved that she wanted to cut her own hair. Went to Zach and said, I want to cut my own hair. He said 
Sorry, it's not going to work out though with scheduling because we need to do pickups here and we won't get this set until later on in the production. It'll be hard to come back. So I'll go talk to people, but I don't think so. Comes back. Yeah, it's really not going to work, Florence. And Florence just said, I'm cutting my own hair. And they're like, okay, I guess she's cutting her own hair and we've got to somehow figure out how to make this work. So I don't know. It's up there with the great hair cutting scenes in film history. We've got G.I. Jane, Demi Moore, one of the first. We've got 50-50. Oh, yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yeah. This one. Do we like that? Or do we think that might have made things hard for the production? It would have 100% made things hard for production. But truthful. I think I like the fact that she's at that point in her career when she can make a choice that feels true to her character and people will listen to her. Hmm. Maybe just because I like her. If it was anyone else, I'd probably be like... What a diva. Oh, my God. (laughs) Flonnie does it. Also, I love that she wrote her own song. This Mm. isn't a diva thing. It was an actual, like, thing that they asked her to do. It's not like she's, I'm writing my own music for all this (laughs) stuff. She's a great singer. She's got an amazing voice, beautiful musician. And then she wrote the song from the perspective of the character. And Mm. I thought that was really beautiful. Mm. So I love that that was part of it as well. She's great. She's got a lot of truth to her performance. Her relationship with Molly Shannon is perfection because they're perfect. It's pretty heartbreaking, some of the things they go through as relationship yeah yeah she had a whole life ahead of her then this accident happens mm. and it put aside the fact that she was the at fault there it still affects her life as much as it affects everybody yeah. else's and it affects her mom and everything mom's just trying to help but you know what i kept thinking in this movie that i am so glad that i reacted poorly to oxycodone when they gave it to me after my surgery because mm. i just couldn't take it because yeah. it made me faint and my it's... blood pressure dropped really low and so they just couldn't give it to me anymore Right. I'm really glad that I didn't like it because it seems no. really, really intense. And it does ask some interesting questions about, like, if these people are in pain and this thing is helping them. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of self-education going on. Yeah. People being preyed upon, too, by the drug companies. Also, and yeah, and also American healthcare systems with insurance and stuff not letting mm. them get the actual care that they need so that they need to self-medicate and be in charge of their own healthcare sort of stuff. And then... Mm. It not working out so well, you know? Yeah. No, what do you think of the the daughter and the whole intergenerational stuff that's going on? She's all right. I didn't mind her. Mm. I don't know if it was, like, the strongest. I have, a, I have a real issue with the dynamic about the sex stuff with Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. So, basically, he catches her almost having sex with a guy who's a little bit older than her. And... Eventually, they he comes up with this ultimatum that she has to go on the pill and then she can get her phone back and live her life and do whatever she wants. I, like, 17 red flags waving over here. No, 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 no. It should be any choice of birth control you would like to use and you get your phone back. It's not you must be medicated. What if she doesn't respond well to the pill? What if it takes her five different types of the pill for it to work? Maybe she doesn't want to mess with her hormones. Maybe she wants an implant. Maybe she's fine using condoms. I just don't think that we should have had this thing of you must be medicated and that's the only option I'm giving you is your grandfather and your sole parent figure. Like, I, I just thought that was really like, how did no one in production pick that up? And it's not mentioned. It's not like Florence's character who's supposed to be cutting through all this stuff and telling him when he's being unreasonable and supporting her and doesn't isn't like... She should be able to make her own choice about what contraception she wants to use, which is a perfectly normal thing that that character could have brought up in the movie. 
it just really rubbed me the wrong way. And I thought that was really like, do they have no women on staff writing? Like just, that just felt awful to me. One writer. It's Zach Braff. Well, could someone tell him, please? Like, yeah, well, I, think, I think in that sense it was a it was a narrative end to that discussion was just get on the pill. It's over, you know. You're right, all that, that nuance isn't there. Could have been. It would have taken two seconds as well. Like, it's an easy rewrite. It's not like mm. I'm asking for an extra storyline to be added. Anyway, it just really bugged me. Again, old school and kind of not <laughs> yes, from a place of something who's gone through this. Speaking of old school, does everyone who gets Morgan Freeman to generation understand what they're invoking? I imagine so. Okay, good. Right. I just wanted to check. I don't <laughs> know. I just like... I... I mean, you have to think so. Okay, good. I don't think it's done by accident. Yeah, okay. Well, who's around today? <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm saying, is that a metatextual element that I'm adding to the film or is it something the film is asking me to consider? Yeah, it's a bit of a cliche by these days, isn't it? Yeah. But also, it works Again, really well. would have been great timing in 10 years ago. Mm, yeah. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewellery of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweller since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What did you think of real hardcore spoilers now? At the end, Morgan Freeman's character has died. Which kind of happens off screen, which I wasn't a huge fan of, to be honest. But, you know. It's sort of an epilogue almost, that bit. Yeah. Yeah. And he's left her a letter. Yes. Doesn't give it to her or leave it in a spot where she'll easily find it. He leaves it in a, you know, metaphorically nice spot in the yes. in the town where they've they've gone down to his little train setup. He painted her on her bicycle. Yeah, and he's made the world better in where he can control. He painted her on his bicycle. It's just lucky that she went down there. Which she had no reason to do. Someone would have found it. Ryan would have found it. But it doesn't work unless she finds it in the town. Yeah, I guess so. It's just handy. It is it? handy, yeah. But also, that's movies for you. And so. also, he's like, oh, surprise, you're raising my grandkid. Mm. But also, it's like the least she could do, I guess, is sort of the thing. How she, that's how <laughs> she feels. I'm not saying that how I feel. Yeah, yeah. I think she feels a responsibility, obviously, to look after this kid whose parents she killed. Do you think there's hope there for them to get back together, Florence and... Boyfriend slash fiance, whatever. That scene in the treatment center, mm. I I was a mess. I was completely crying, and I was doing like proper ugly cry. But there were other people in the cinema, so I was trying to very gently dab at my eyes. It wasn't working. I just had snot running down my face. It was unpleasant. Really broke me. Thought it was a really beautifully acted scene between the mm. two of them, and showing that you know sometimes things happen in relationships that can't be moved past, and you love each other very much for what you've been through and. But you both know that, you know, that's the mm. end of things. 
bringing them back together at the end of the house. I don't think it needed that. I think it made more sense for him to come back and stay and look after her or for her to move to wherever he's living. I don't know if Florence was involved in that at all. Mm. You know? I mean, I don't know. Nice for the movie to wrap up nicely, but yes. in real life. I'm not sure it made like sense logically, mm. I guess. Yeah, with other filmmakers, the same story could have been told differently, obviously, but mm. this did sort of land on the melodramatic, sentimental yes. side a bit. Yes. Not so much like the hard hitting graphic depiction of all these things that you might have got or you know, more truthful potentially. But, but it's really a movie. It's the, a movie bits, so. the bits that we did get, like when the um scuffle between Molly Shannon and her in the bathroom and then she smashes her head on the thing accidentally. It's an accident, but it's like I don't know, there were some really interesting bits like that. And mm-hmm. when she went to the pharmacy to ask for the refill and they wouldn't give it to her, that scene mm. was really well done as well. Um like there were some really truthful moments in it. But there were also moments that went way too over the top and just felt really like not mm. true. Listen to a podcast you mentioned before about you're um you're glad you weren't even given the drugs. Mm. Um, well, I was given them, but they took them off me immediately. Okay, you weren't given them <laughs> long term. Yes. Um, this is the podcast guy. He he was had a surgery and mm. he got the drugs and they were working well. Mm. But his wife like deliberately weaned him off before he was supposed to. Oh really? She said, I don't know if he was like showing signs of anything bad. Mm. She was just like, you know, minimum time on these. And I think he did resist for a little bit, but mm. also, like, is that because he just had surgery and is in pain? Yeah. As in, that's why it's hard to get off them, or it's a hard, harder to get off them because they're so addictive. So. Well, I think, like, being on strong painkillers, whatever they gave me in the absence of oxycodone, made me understand that I feel like when people are addicted to drugs, often the, the um, impression is that they feel good to be on. But that wasn't the case for me in my experience with my major surgery that I had recently. It was just that it took the pain away. It was the absence of pain that made me feel normal. It didn't make Mm. me feel high or euphoric or great and like I was on something. It took away the absolute horrible pain because a knife had sliced into my body, Mm. you know. And so maybe that's where the line is between addiction and not is when it starts to feel necessary or Hmm. enjoyable in a way rather than treating the, but then is that your brain thinking that is it, is it all neurological? I think a lot of people would say it does take away the pain, even if they haven't gone through surgery, the pain of their life or whatever. And also like, I don't know, we're allowed to buy alcohol over 18. Mm -hmm. You're allowed to smoke. Aren't they things that are also lessening pain? That's it. The regulation of these is, is difficult, but also the fact they've been pushed on people. Yes, that's, yeah. There's also, like, remember Love and Other Drugs, the movie with Jake Gyllenhaal and I have, right? Mm-hmm. About, um, what's the pill? The erection pill? Viagra. Viagra. And that's sort of like a deep look into the pharmaceutical industry and how awfully mm-hmm. toxic and transactional and consumerist it is where it's just these companies shopping their drugs around to all these doctors, which just sounds so messed up to me. I hope it's not like that in Australia. But I guess that's the same sort of thing, right, as this. It's like... I think they advertise the drugs over over in the US. It's so weird. You can't really do down here. It's so weird. You can advertise urine and stuff, but not the Do they not understand that there are generations of people that they are letting down by not giving them health care? Like, 
what? <laughs> as long as the rich people are okay, it's fine. I guess so. Yeah, they all have their private doctors anyway. Mm. And also, that's the other thing is like, if you're rich, you're allowed to be addicted to cocaine. You're allowed to take as much, many pills as you want. Mm-hmm. You know, people doing Molly and MDMA. Mm-hmm. Even Alison Brie. Like, I'm sorry, I love her, but she said the first date she had with Dave Franco, they did Molly together. And we're all like, oh, ha, 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 isn't that quirky and wonderful? But if we saw someone homeless on the street taking Molly, we'd be like, mm. oh, throwing their life away. How mm-hmm. could they do this? Where'd they get this no, from? No, that thing about don't give, don't give spare change or any money to homeless people because they'll all they'll do drugs. is buy drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, one way to the bottle shop, one way to the restaurant where you're going to get drunk tonight. Yeah. You're doing the same thing, yeah. but it's socially acceptable for you to do yes. it. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was interesting. It brought up those thoughts for me watching this and, mm. yeah. Yeah, so, like... As I said a few times, melodrama, mm. not nuanced, no. not even particularly like truthful potentially to the exact circumstances of someone to go through this. I think it does get to some emotional truth and it's almost yeah, a what if scenario of what happened if this sort of thing occurred. Yeah, that's a good way know. of putting it. Yeah. It's almost like a thought experiment. Yeah. And he's writing it during COVID apparently. Mm, that's interesting. Um, and obviously getting at, looking at the American society being let down by this reliance on and you know the healthcare system um also when you got florence Pugh as your girlfriend as you did at the time you want to write her a media role don't you okay so did they break up after production had they broken up i need the dates (laughs) i need the the dates because i do okay like i don't question why you need the dates of what football things going on i need the dates of what's happening with my actors and their problematic boyfriends taylor swift in particular excuse me no, it's not, not a Taylor Swift podcast. I shouldn't have brought he's, it up. He's gross. He's greasy. He kisses 13-year-old girls on stage. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, it's funny before what you said too about um, like tut-tutting of people who do drugs mm. sometimes. Especially sports stars get a lot. Mm. And it's a little bit different because they're athletes and whatever. But yeah. like, there's that story. They're also, they've also signed a contract as well in those instances to behave a certain way and to not do drugs so. and alcohol. I think that's part of it too. But it is interesting when they're caught with the drugs and yes. it's a huge scandal or whatever yes. and they're being reported on by journalists who let's face it are likely to be doing drugs themselves at times at, at you know certain yeah. people certain parts of the media class you know what i mean as you're saying before the rich people can get away with it but well, poor people parliament literally passed that law that if you're in canberra it's okay to have a bit of cocaine on you i don't know about that in australia okay so they passed the law for themselves to be like, mm. it's all right if you have cocaine under a certain amount. All these politicians and journalists and yeah, well, just the laws in Canberra are a little bit different because they got their own fine. I don't know if it was it every politician. I'm not sure what the rules are for that. I'll Google while you keep talking to everyone else. The Australian capital uh, from 2022 October. Mm. People found with small amounts of drugs for personal use, including heroin and cocaine, will be cautioned, fined, or referred to drug programs. The ACT has become the first Australian jurisdiction to decriminalise illicit drugs in small quantities. That's a good thing. That's not by the federal parliament, though. That'd be by the ACT parliament. Yeah, but I just find it interesting that it's just the area where the mm. highfalutin people are. I mean, I don't mind that as a law, though, if it's just getting people help, though. I don't mind it as a law, but I don't think that's how it's being used. Anyway, okay. whatever. Hmm. Have we solved drug issues on this podcast today somehow i don't think we have we've gone close <laughs> okay would you recommend this movie Sine? context 
It's Saturday afternoon. You're a blockbuster. Yeah. You need a movie for the family to watch. I don't know if I get it as a movie for the family to watch. How old's the family? Teenage kids? Teenage kids, yeah. I'd watch this. I would have been like 9 or 10 I watched this sort of movie. I wouldn't have got everything. Uh, when but... I was 9 and 10, my parents let me watch Alien vs. Predator. I'm a film person. Why is my why, voice why so really high? Then why are they watching Alien vs. Predator? My it's parents. you. It's you. No, <laughs> that was your voice. But why is it playing played in my house? <laughs> Would never been played in my house. I was trying to think of an R-rated movie. I'm just saying, by the time the third one comes along, no one cares. They do whatever. Only vs. Predator. Like the third child. Oh. <laughs> third movie, put it on. Who cares? No, the third child's in it. Yeah, true. They didn't know how old it was. They were just doing anything. You didn't even get the bedroom. Okay, you gonna recommend this or not? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go see it. Um, I think it's on streaming now, so, like, stream mm. it. It's interesting. It has some good points and some really great moments, and Florence gives a great performance as Molly Shannon. Morgan Freeman is there being Morgan Freeman, as he always is. And, I don't know, like, interesting to create further discussion, I think. But maybe not the thing that is the discussion itself. Does that make sense? I think it'd be a good starting off point. There's probably yes. better things around this topic but i get 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 amongst this one as a as an introductory element sure mm. okay well thank you for listening but we, we don't rate it oh okay right um three and three quarter stars okay can we get three stars myself <laughs> okay uh we've got a big back catalog so you can get amongst that literally years and years of i wonder how many minutes you could listen to would it be a whole day oh surely easily. more than that actually how long week. of our lives have we dedicated to this? Yeah, for nothing. For 34 cents. That's not nothing, Lonnie. What are you doing with your 17 <laughs> cents? <laughs> That'd get you a, a candy from the corner shop back in the day. Sorry, a lolly. I'm an American all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess it gets you further if it's mm. US dollars. Yeah, maybe. Okay, well, you can get a Mark's at Back catalogue, follow us on Twitter, and guess what? We're doing this forever, so... We'll get more sense What at if some point. one of us dies before the other? Oh. I'd, I'd, I'd find a replacement for you. Oh, great. Okay, wonderful. Great. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. It's nice to know we're replaceable <laughs> in this one life we have on this earth. It's, it's called I Only Like You in Movies. It could be anyone. <laughs> I like each other. It's each other. I don't know what I'd do. I'd, I'd, I'd like to continue it in some, potentially, but it'd be a bit difficult. Would it be just five minutes? You know minutes? what they do, which is what I was thinking about this. AI. Yes, Morgan Freeman's voice when he dies, they're probably going to AI his voice, right? I could AI you, I could put in what I'm going to say, and then AI, your response comes in, you're like, I hate the wig, or something like that. You've got a bunch of hours of recorded audio of things that Mm. I say, you know how I say things. Mm -hmm. This is terrifying. I need to put this in my will to make sure this just does not happen. Does not happen. Yeah. Okay. So I've got to change the will before it gets found. (laughs) You know it'd be a good thing? Mm. I'll cross it out to see whether it's yeah. underlined or not. Why would he underline it? He wouldn't underline it. Cross it out, wouldn't he? There's no reason for him to have underlined. It would only be to cross out. Mm. I can't wait for our episode <laughs> on that, oh my god. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. We'll see you then. Bye.